from the studios of Fractal Recording, this is The Mystic Show, episode 83. Welcome to the Mystic Show. Good morning, good day, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. We're like one big family living in one big house, and there's people in that room and that that wing of the house, and uh, really the earth has become global, right? We're all just one big family now. So I'm happy to be here. My name is Chris Curran. And this is the show, The Mystic Show, where we talk about, well, personally, I think really cool topics. That's right. Spirituality, meditation, mindfulness, wisdom, and all, a lot of different esoteric topics, um, near-death experiences, light bodies, communications, and of course, what I like to say, the unseen and otherworldly. Because the mundane everyday life gets old after a while. We need to balance it out with these deeper conversations about the unseen and otherworldly aspects of our lives, which are so important, like love and compassion and feeling, and connection, and brotherhood, and spiritual growth, and your soul journey. So, we, and, and this, this show is a platform for this conversation, so you're, you're, you're welcome to, uh, to participate. Uh, we broadcast live every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Time on the Fractal Stream. And then we archive every show as a podcast, so you can hear every show we've ever done. Um, You can hear that on iTunes, on Stitcher, and our website, www.themysticshow.net. Themysticshow.net. All of our past shows, links to our social media, and everything's there. Including our, probably a link to our sponsor, which is Pause Your Life. So if you're interested in hitting that pause button on your life, right? If things are getting too crazy and you just need a break, pause your life is, well, it could be one of the answers. Uh, They do meetups and retreats and help you balance your life and take a breath and feel better and be more confident and all that stuff and meditate a little bit. There you go. There's an idea. So pauseyourlife.org, that's, the, that's their website. And we are going to jump right in today to our, the book we're reading, James Allen. 
our, well, I don't want to say he's my favorite author, but he probably is my favorite author. He, um, he's the English mystic who's written many books. And the book we're reading from is called From Poverty to Power. And it's from 1901. And it was his first book, actually. And we're on uh, the next section of the book, which is the third section. But, you know, as we go, I might lose track of the numbers because he doesn't actually label them as chapters at all. Each one just has a title. And we're going to start this new section today, which is called The Way Out of Undesirable Conditions. The Way Out of Undesirable Conditions. So let's go ahead and read this, uh, and then we'll just talk about it. And again, if you're somewhere at home or somewhere indoors or relaxing, um, as I read, you may want to close your eyes and just listen. Um, a lot of folks, a lot of our listeners actually take notes they, if they're sitting at home and, and have some free time. They'll just listen and maybe jot down some notes. But of course, if you're driving or commuting or running or fixing lunches or cooking dinner, uh, you know, just enjoy it. All right, I'll begin. The Way Out of Undesirable Conditions. Having seen and realized that evil is but a passing shadow thrown by the intercepting self across the transcendent form of the eternal good, and that the world is a mirror in which each sees a reflection of himself, we now ascend by firm and easy steps to that plane of perception whereon is seen and realized the vision of the law. With this realization comes the knowledge that everything is included in a ceaseless interaction of cause and effect, and that nothing can possibly be divorced from law. From the most trivial thought, word, or act of man, up to the groupings of the celestial bodies, law reigns supreme. No arbitrary condition can, even for one moment, exist. For such a condition would be a denial and an annihilation of law. Every condition of life is, therefore, bound up in an orderly and harmonious sequence. And the secret and cause of every condition is contained within itself the law whosoever whatsoever a man sows that shall he also reap is inscribed in flaming letters upon the portal of eternity and none can deny it none can cheat it none can escape it he who puts his hand in the fire must suffer the burning until such time as it has worked itself out 
and neither curses nor prayers can avail to alter it. And precisely the same law governs the realm of the mind. Hatred, anger, jealousy, envy, lust, covetousness, all these are fires which burn, and whoever even so much as touches them must suffer the torments of burning. All these conditions of mind are rightly called evil, for they are the efforts of the soul to subvert, in its ignorance, the law. And they, therefore, lead to chaos and confusion within, and are sooner or later actualized in the outward circumstances as disease, failure, and misfortune, coupled with grief, pain, and despair. Whereas love, gentleness, goodwill, purity, are cooling airs which breathe peace upon the soul that woos them, and, being in harmony with the eternal law, they become actualized in the form of health, peaceful surroundings, and undeviating success and good fortune. A thorough understanding of this great law which permeates the universe leads to the acquirement of a state of mind known as obedience. To know that justice, harmony, and love are supreme in the universe is likewise to know that all adverse and painful conditions are the result of our own disobedience to that law. Such knowledge leads to strength and power, and it is upon such knowledge alone that a true life and an enduring success and happiness can be built. To be patient under all circumstances, and to accept all conditions as necessary factors in your training, is to rise superior to all painful conditions, and to overcome them with an overcoming which is sure, and which leaves no fear of their return. For by the power of obedience to law, they are utterly slain. Such an obedient one is working in harmony with the law, has, in fact, identified himself with the law, and whatsoever he conquers, he conquers forever. Whatsoever he builds can never be destroyed. The cause of all power, as of all weakness, is within. The secret of all happiness, as of all misery, is likewise within. There is no progress apart from unfoldment within, 
and no sure foothold of prosperity or peace except by orderly advancement in knowledge. You say you are chained by circumstances. You cry out for better opportunities, for a wider scope, for improved physical conditions. And perhaps you inwardly curse the fate that binds you hand and foot. It is for you that I write. It is to you that I speak. Listen, and let my words burn themselves into your heart. For that which I say to you is truth. You may bring about that improved condition in your outward life which you desire, if you will unswervingly resolve to improve your inner life. I know this pathway looks barren at its commencement. Truth always does. It is only error and delusion which are at first inviting and fascinating. But if you undertake to walk it, if you perseveringly discipline your mind, eradicating your weaknesses, and allowing your soul forces and spiritual powers to unfold themselves, you will be astonished at the magical changes which will be brought about in your outward life. As you proceed, golden opportunities will be strewn across your path, and the power and judgment to properly utilize them will spring up within you. Genial friends will come unbidden to you. Sympathetic souls will be drawn to you as the needle is to the magnet. And books and all outward aids that you require will come to you unsought. Perhaps the chains of poverty hang heavily upon you and you are friendless and alone. And you long with an intense longing that your load may be lightened. But the load continues, and you seem to, to be enveloped in an ever-increasing darkness. Perhaps you complain. You bewail your lot. You blame your birth, your parents, your employer, or the unjust powers who have bestowed upon you so undeservedly poverty and hardship and upon another affluence and ease. Cease your complaining and fretting. None of these things which you blame are the cause of your poverty. The cause is within yourself, and where the cause is, there is the remedy. The very fact that you are a complainer shows that you deserve your lot, shows that you lack that faith which is the ground of all effort and progress. There is no room for a complainer in a universe of law, and worry is soul suicide. 
By your very attitude of mind, you are strengthening the chains which bind you and are drawing about you the darkness by which you are enveloped. Alter your outlook upon life, and your outward life will alter. Build yourself up in the faith and knowledge, and make yourself worthy of better surroundings and wider opportunities. Be sure, first of all, that you are making the best of what you have. Do not delude yourself into supposing that you can step into greater advantages whilst overlooking smaller ones. For if you could, the advantage would be impermanent and you would quickly fall back again in order to learn the lesson which you had neglected. As the child at school must master one standard before passing on to the next, so, before you can have that greater good which you so desire, you must faithfully employ that which you already possess. The parable of the talents is a beautiful story illustrative of this truth. For does it not plainly show that if we misuse, neglect, or degrade that which we possess, be it ever so mean and insignificant, even that little will be taken from us. For by our conduct, we show that we are unworthy of it. All right, that's all for that reading for today. Let's, uh, Take a quick break here on The Mystic Show. Okay, thanks to Anya for that little interlude music, which is called uh, The Celts. Thank you, Anya. And welcome back to The Mystic Show. We, um, we just read this, the beginning of this section called The Way Out of Undesirable Conditions. And yeah, there was a few points that definitely jumped out at me. Um, first, he, James Allen, the author, he starts talking about the law. And I think this is, I mean, we have to sort of 
understand this because the law, well, he says it's the ceaseless cause and effect of all the things going on in the whole universe. And nothing can be divorced from this. So, you know, from trivial thoughts and words and acts to the grouping of celestial bodies. So, in a way, we are all part of this this one big bundle of cause and effect. And even the little things that I do and the little things that you do actually play a part in the, the overall picture of the universe. And there's no getting out of the cause and effect loop. You know, we, we create our reality and then we live it. And we're creating it every moment. Um, and this is really kind of shows that you are very important. Because you're part of this whole master plan. I mean, regardless of your circumstances, regardless of anything, you're here and you're living, you're experiencing life as a human being because you're, you're supposed to be part of this whole big mosaic, which is the whole universe. So you're actually an important piece in this whole puzzle. You're... You are not insignificant. So that law of cause and effect, I mean, we've been talking about it a little bit, that, you know, what we do and what we think end up coming back to us. So, and it's very simple, but it's very true. And if we could, if we start thinking of it this way, it it actually helps. So um, then he talks, then he brings up this idea of obedience, and it's interesting because in the uh, in the the Sahaj Marg practice that I do, um, our spiritual guide does talk about obedience, and um, it's a little more in a older, you know, kind of like a guru disciple um, context, where you know if the guru gives a certain practice of meditation and cleaning and and whatnot. Um, that the disciple or the student should do the practice that way, you know, being obedient to the guru. Um, and it's no different than, you know, if the word guru scares you a little bit, a uh, little secret here, just think of it as a, a swimming teacher or a tennis coach or uh, a math teacher or a piano teacher, Right or a doctor, okay? These are all people in our lives who are experts in their field, and we go to them to learn how to do something. And when they say, if you go to learn tennis and the guy and the, the coach says, put your, hand, put your right hand here and your left hand over here and turn your body this way, I mean, would you ever say to them, no, I'm not, I don't want to turn my body that way. I don't want to be obedient to you. I don't want to give up my independence. No one can tell me to put my right hand there and my left hand here and turn my racket this way. I'm my own person. (laughs) I'm connected to God directly. (laughs) 
I mean, okay, so right, so if you're going to learn tennis, you have to put your hands on the racket where the coach tells you to, because he's teaching you something, right? So if you're going to pay for the lessons and you're going to go see the, the tennis coach, you're going to do what he says and you're going to see what happens. So it's no different in spirituality. When a guru tells you how to meditate and a couple things to do, you, you just do it and you see how it works. So obedience, that's one way to think about obedience. But James Allen here is really talking about um, basically obedience to the law, right? The, the, the overall law of cause and effect. And basically he says to be patient and to accept all conditions as necessary factors in your training is to rise superior to all the painful conditions. So if we're patient and we accept the fact that, okay, I you know, I made my bed, now I have to lie in it. And if you just accept that and be patient, you'll go through the experience in the proper way. And once you go through it, and if, if you go through it the proper way, you learn the lesson and you're done. Then that painful condition will go away because you learned that lesson in your life. I guess the opposite of learning that lesson is what he also talks about, complaining. If you're going through something that's painful, which you have created for yourself, remember, <laughs> right? We are the cause. If you go through something that's painful and you're complaining the whole time, you're going to get to the end, but you did not learn the lesson. So the universe is going to say, well, you didn't learn the lesson. Try again. And the universe is going to give you some more painful situation. (laughs) And we basically... So that's how I think every moment in life is an opportunity to grow, but it's it can be counterintuitive because sometimes we think we have to grow by doing something. I think most times we just have to be patient and and be accepting of all things. And for the Western mind, that's that's almost unbelievable. You can't even conceive what that means because <laughs> we want to do something. We want to solve the problem. You can't just sit back and relax or just accept this condition. You have to fight against it. You have to fix it. You have to change it by any means necessary. You know, by war. You know, bring in the tanks and I don't know. So the spiritual way is one of patience and acceptance. And knowing that whatever situation this is, it was created for a reason, and I have to go through it, and, and hopefully I can learn something. Now, of course, that does not mean that we should, you know, sit back and just allow everything to happen. We have to do what's right. We have to do what we think is right. But we need to also balance that with some um, some patience and tolerance and, and these spiritual qualities. 
and and remember they are spiritual qualities patience acceptance and tolerance because that's how god is god has infinite patience for all of us god has infinite acceptance for all of us you can do anything you can do all the bad things in the world today and then you could you know um you could do horrible things to people for the next week but if 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 uh if the universe permits you're going to still be living and you're going to still have food to eat and you're still going to be able to live life and um so the universe is always patient and tolerant and forgiving and all that so these are the divine qualities which we as individuals have to develop within ourselves and because if we develop them to a high level that's what it means to become divinized a divinized human being who has gone from animal man to man man to divine man so i thank james allen for writing this book and all his books because we learn so much from this such an important conversation to have so Maybe if you think about this throughout your day, you want to take some notes, or maybe you want to talk to one of your friends or coworkers about some of these topics. Ask them what they think. Maybe open open a dialogue. Sometimes it's nice just to talk and think. So, as you move through your day, smile at people, keep a good vibration, and as always keep shining.